Melvin. Hello. You alright? You alright? Yeah. Um, I'm recording. So. I was going to say, I wondered if you were, yeah. if you, yeah, yeah. You, you, you were recording straight away. I am. I can always try and edit. Oh, I suppose you can edit, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me let me adjourn to the recording room. Okay. My phone is fully charged. Right. Mine's plugged in. Because so. I was anticipating this. Well, I'm going to go into my darkened room mm. where I can meditate and give you my undivided attention. Right. Let me get relaxed. So this is another, this is another yeah. Corona podcast. I think this is the third one. Now we had a few technical hitches last time, didn't we? So which we um, which resulted in me answering question before you asked. Yeah, me, which yeah. Which was quite bizarre. It was like almost like time travel. Like you're a, you were reading my mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like telepathic. Yeah. Podcast, but um, I think this is going to be much smoother this time, isn't it? Because yeah. you're just repeating our telephone conversation. That's right. Yeah. And it doesn't sound to be. It doesn't sound like there's a delay on the line like there was last time. No. So yeah, we're not doing it by the app. So that's it. it should be, <clears throat> be a bit better. It'll be. It'll be smoother. I, I can't guarantee better. <laughs> Quality wise. <laughs> but um. So yeah, what have you? So what? Yeah, what number spot is this? Uh. Uh, well, I think this is the third lockdown one. The third lockdown one. <clears throat> yeah, we've done quite a few now. Because we have been doing this for nearly, well, about two years now. So, yeah. There's the, well, the, lockdown, the lockdown feels like it's been two years. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, today has felt particularly <clears throat> long, although it is now seven. I don't know where the day has gone. Apparently it's only it's we've only been doing it for, this lockdown's been for three weeks over here, apparently. That's right, yeah. Three weeks so tomorrow. It's like, so much longer than that. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure everyone out there can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, time just seems to be I don't know, it just seems to be completely immaterial, doesn't it, time? Yeah, and days. I don't know what day it is. Um I thought yesterday was a Sunday, but yeah. today's Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> it's... And it's a bank holiday here as well, isn't it? Which makes mm. well tomorrow. Yeah. Which makes it even more sort of confusing. It's confusing enough when there isn't a lockdown when bank holidays are, but Yeah. I, you know, when we finally do come out of this, it's gonna be so confusing. You know, it's gonna be really I think people are gonna be walking around like headless chickens, like yeah. not quite nothing to do, like sort of just staring at each other and like how do we interact again? How There'll do be do that? people forming queues outside shops, like two <laughs> yeah. meters apart, won't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. The social distancing thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's almost like you know, like you say, it's only three weeks, but it's almost ingrained on us already. It's yeah. That's the that's what scares me. You know, it's it's the speed of the whole thing. It's overtaken us. It's amazing how like how it doesn't take that long to change sort of social no. norms, does it? No. No, and at the moment <clears throat> there's not really that much kickback. You know, I I I don't know what stage <clears throat> we'll get to when there will be um, 
you know, some what social people. unrest sort of thing. Yeah, I saw a, I did see a video uh, in China today. Mm. Um, apparently, you know, they were, you know, rioting. The Chinese, were they? yeah, they they were turning over police cars. Bloody hell! Um, what, and, say what what had caused what what had prompted that? Well, I think because they've. I'm not sure. I, I think it's because of the the restrictions on them. Um, because they've, I'm not sure whether they they eased the social distancing and then I think they might have sort of ramped it up again. I don't know. What changed their mind, sort of thing, and said yeah. actually that, yeah, yeah, and people really. have just got fucked off with it, and uh, you know, I, I, it's not the sort of behaviour you. No, well, no, they tend imagine. not to write. They they're always quite well behaved, aren't they? Because they well, right. you know, obviously they're an authoritarian country, but. You know, even um, like Hong Kong's had its problem with its sort of anti-establishment, anti-you know, communist protest, hasn't it? Mm. So you, you wonder if that might sort of light a touch paper in other, you know, oppressive regimes that they went. You know, like they're not going to sort of put up with um, sort of too much more, you know, government intervention. Well, yeah, and you you think of all the unstable countries around the world. You know, um, it doesn't take much for something to kick off, you know, and um, um, luckily we live in quite a, <clears throat> you know, everyone does, does, you know, we're a nation of cures <clears throat> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. aren't we? You know, we, we love you, yeah, so it's we like, like, <clears throat> we like, like a to, wet week, isn't it, really? Yeah, we like to sort of fall in line, don't we, and follow yeah. what, what um, people tell us, um, but you know, just wonder when the, you know, the, the... There's still a limit, I guess, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But the government aren't really instilling me with much confidence at the moment. You know, they're not, I don't think they're being totally transparent. <clears throat> that sort of leans a little bit onto what... um. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've got topics to discuss today. Like we're going to talk about what we've been watching and reading, etc. Mm. And um, <clears throat> well, that does kind of tie into uh, what I watched last night, which was the um, that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh yeah, the Brexit film, thing. The Brexit film, which but I'll, yeah. I'll, we'll, you know, I'll go. I'll discuss that later if you like. We'll start something a bit more genteel rather than mm. straight in with the politics. <clears throat> But it's a very interesting um, viewing. I, I put off watching it for a long time because I just was just so uh, depressed by the what's, whole affair. What's Cumberbatch? Yeah, he's good. All oh, right. Yeah, he's really good actually. So he plays um, Dominic Cummings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was a bit. Uh, well, I'd seen trailers and I was a bit. What you know? Well, reticent to watch it in the first place because it was it was just a little bit still too raw, I think. Yeah. At the time when it when it came out, and also. Um, there was a lot of people playing like, you know, there's, there's actors playing like right. um, Boris Johnson. It, you yeah. know, I was a bit put off that it might be just like bad impersonations yeah. of, of, you know, the politicians. But, um, yeah, you kind of, some of them are better than others. Mm. Um, the Boris Johnson one was quite good. <clears throat> the Michael Gove one wasn't as good, but it was, you know, he, he was weaselly enough to be convincing. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we'll, t- we'll talk about it later. But um, obviously, because you've, we well, we heard some bad. What is it today? Twelfth of April. Uh, is it twelfth of April I've today? Got, I've, 
All I know is Easter Sunday. I think it's the 12th because I looked at the calendar. Okay. I believe it's you. the 11th or 12th. It's the 11th or 12th. It really doesn't um, matter. But... <clears throat> no, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter what year it is, really, does it? No. Um, you know, perhaps we could all be living in the matrix where this is actually the year 2247 or something. So I'm starting that, yeah. to think that we might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get those specs that, um, the, that that dude had from um, They Live and we'll yes. see that. Yeah. All the lizard people are actually walking around. That's right. And David Icke was right. He was right. <laughs> 5G. 5G, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I saw something about that, about them all people um, vandalising the 5G. Really? Yeah, it was on BBC News. There's, there's vandal- I think it's just somewhere like, it was some, you know, really innocuous country like like Norway or somewhere where you'd think they just, they'd be too stoned to even bother like doing yeah, that. But yeah. they just can't be But apparently, yeah, so Sweden or Norway, they've been vandalising the 5G and it's, it's, it's probably John Cusack's Twitter feed that's caused it. <laughs> Because apparently he's, you know, he doesn't trust it. No, he's not. He's not going to go for the five G. He's not low. He's going to stick with his three G. He doesn't want faster downloads and. No, that's no. it. Oh well. What was that disaster film he was in? That was it. Was it a Roland Emmerich film? I, they're they're all totally interchangeable. Roland Emmerich films. There's always a disaster. Like, didn't he do that? You know, like every, I don't know every few years, there's going to be like um, the end of the world, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, wasn't he, it? The, was uh, Jake Was it called Gyllenhaal? 2012? Yeah. One was called 2012, wasn't it? But then he didn't he, didn't he do big... one about earthquakes or something? Oh, I don't know. Was it earthquakes or was it tsunami? It was something. It was, well, was 2012. The, was that was the one with um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Was he in? Yeah, one? Dennis Quaid. That's 2012. Yeah. And that was about like a new ice age. We were going to get an ice age and it, everything just frosted over that's it but then but i'm sure john cusack was in one about a few, a few years later when it was like there was going to be another maybe it was uh he'd done an ice age maybe it was like forest fires or something it was going to engulf the <clears> whole <throat> planet um, maybe, that, of... maybe that's where he gets his well that's what i wondered i wondered yeah. if yeah maybe he's, he's really into the nostradamus yeah he, uh, perhaps there's a chapter that says beware the 5g or something <laughs> <laughs> Nostradamus predicted it. I'm sure it's, he. I'm sure he did. The threat from the from the east with five yeah. G. So yeah. it's the dragon. It's the, the dragon from the, the dragon. East. <laughs> that's it. So fiery that, COVID. That's it. Fiery COVID five G dragon. Mm. But um, anyway, so that's a thing. But um, yeah. But we you wanted to um, we both heard the very very sad news that Timber. Mm. Tim Brooke Taylor died yeah, today yeah, was... from from COVID nineteen from yes. the coronavirus, wasn't it? Yeah, I was I was quite shocked about that when I saw saw your post on Facebook. Yeah, well, I'm, I was a bit disappointed because <laughs> okay, it was also very sad today. If you're into rate car racing, I guess uh, Sir Sterling Moss had died, hasn't he? Mm, yeah, not a, not a coronavirus, just old uh, age, I think a long illness. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, 91 or something my dad said yeah he's in his 90s yeah but tim Brooke taylor got a very short shrift oh really oh yeah because i've been watching like the bbc news all day i normally have it on you know sort of keep me company really you know um yeah, depressing news and everything mm. um 
and um, yeah, it was it was kind of mentioned, but very much an afterthought. I, I, unless they haven't got the entertainment guy that normally does all the celebrity mm. deaths, perhaps he's all in a bunker somewhere <clears> or the or. Um, but it, yeah, they didn't make really much. No. I think it was mentioned twice, and then right. it was just a, it was just a still picture. It wasn't like they did mm. like they, they didn't run VT and right. show like a. That's a shame because. Yeah, yeah, because I was surprised because wasn't he on? He was on the BBC, wasn't he? The goodies mm. was the BBC, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And then didn't it go to a bit like Kenny Everett? Didn't it then go to ITV. like London Weekend or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But I'm sure it started on the B, yeah, or it, it was or on it, BBC it, Two, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I was I'm surprised they didn't make more of it, but and, and it hasn't even been mentioned again since then. All oh, right. Um, in the bulletin, they normally you know the headlines. Obviously, Boris Johnson's out of hospital. That was the main, yeah. the main um, story. <clears throat> yeah. And now he's got his tail between his legs and he's kind of singing the NHS's praises now, isn't right, he? Right, yeah. How, how they say them. Yeah, Maybe yeah. perhaps he'll put that 350 million in that every week that he promised. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. yeah. He owes them his life now, so he can't he can't fucking get rid of them, can he? He's got a debt, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They own him. They do, they do basically. They own his ass. I but, but yeah, Tim Taylor, and you so you you've been um You've been jetting up a bit on the history. Well, yeah, because um, you know, after you, you know, you you put that post on Facebook, I, you know, it just brought back a lot of childhood memories for me, <laughs> right, um, with the goodies, because um, you know, I used to love as a a child like watching the goodies, you know, and uh, yeah, it just brought back a lot of really well, I was happy memories. I know you you watched a documentary about them, didn't you? I watched some of it, yeah. Some of it, yeah. And I and I looked at, I mean, I I only skimped like the like his like the IMDb page, or maybe it's Wikipedia or something, which I know isn't like completely reliable. Mm. But I was surprised to read um, that they said um, the goodies started in 1970. Right. I right. thought they I thought they were quite a time after Python. And uh, no. Because and they clearly weren't because Python was about sixty-eight, wasn't it? Yeah. So I always it, thought they were much later than Python. As in, I I always thought like for for me and probably you, they were like our generation's kind of Python, weren't they? Really? Yeah, they were really. Yeah, they were. We were still young. They're almost, they're almost like a sort of a. I don't know. I don't want to be disparaging to them, but they were more of a commercial version of. Python, weren't they? Well, yeah, because they were more kids. They were, they were, they were a kids sort of. <clears throat> they, they made a kids. It was program, like a tea time thing. Wasn't yeah, it? That's, that's how I remember time. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was on the tea time, so I guess they, they had to tone down some of them, the, the sort of more double entendres. Well, there was a few of those, but I mean, because that I mean, double entendres was the was just the seventies, basically, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Everything from on the buses to carry on movies. But they had the, you know, they were they were very surreal like they were surreal yeah they were but i guess they they didn't really mix the politics like the python did did they and uh, well although um it was interesting the uh, in the documentary they were talking about one episode i can't remember it but um where they uh talked about um apartheid they did some sketches oh about really apartheid and um they said that they got um more complaints about that than anything else uh, that they did um, and the BBC apparently got really upset about it because they were 
um, you know, coming out. They got black for screening it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Did they ever did they ever black face up? I did see a clip where yes, there was someone blacked up, yeah. That well, was I another thing from the seventies, wasn't it? That wasn't but that wasn't the um that wasn't the apartheid episode. No, I don't think so. I no, because I know like, again, like you said, that was a that's a very simple like the black and white minstrel <clears> though, wasn't there? That used to I mean I remember sitting around yeah, and that, yeah. was, like, that was like tea time viewing, wasn't it? I, I mean know. obviously utterly politically incorrect now, but at the time you just didn't think anything of it, did it's you? Bizarre when you think about that, isn't it, as a programme, you know. Yeah, the, the whole concept. Would, that anyone would find it att- entertaining or like just wouldn't find it just totally ridiculous. Well I think the idea that it was it was considered racist was just you just did not consider it as well I mean that's open to debate I suppose but that that from I remember not that not even figuring in my mind that at the time that it no. was would potentially be seen as offensive I just thought it was a white bloke with yeah. with a black face I never really I don't think I put the I was probably very naive but I mean I don't think I even put the two together no you didn't even question half of what went on in the no, it's exactly. Really no, it's, things were so more well. Obviously, the culture was different, but I suppose yeah. I I thought it no different than a man dressing up as a woman. I guess no, it's just like a you know, it's almost pantomime. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, now it was you know, it's well, I mean, like you know, like uh, Othello was always played um, was always played by a white. Yeah, guy, I mean, wasn't yeah. Like, Lawrence Olivier blacked, blacked up, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, blacked up. Yeah. 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 Yes. Exactly. And put I mean, on a bit of a sort of Jamaican. Yeah, slightly Jamaican accent. Hello, dear. Hello, dear man. But I mean, obviously nowadays that would be totally frowned upon, yeah. wouldn't it? But yeah. Although saying that, um, Robert Downey Jr. did it in that that film. Yes. I, I, I always think like you know it's fun that sort of like a a glass ceiling or a um, you know a Rubicon was crossed, wasn't it? Like where that things like that now are unacceptable mm. there must have been a point i'm not quite sure when that point was did he that did he get away with that did yeah that yeah black... because that was yeah but i mean what was that what was that what was the film tropic uh tropic thunder yeah yeah ben stiller I mean, and ben stiller uh, tom cruise had a cameo didn't they as a yeah. movie producer i think um i think who isn't um oh What's Adam Partridge? He's in it, isn't he? What's his name? Coogan. Steve oh, Coogan's is he? In it. Yeah, oh, I think he? he's the director. Oh. I think he plays like the English director who's directing this film because it's kind of like a film within a film, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is like a method actor, isn't he? That's it. And he's like gone to the extreme of playing an ethnic character. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like, you know, it's obviously, you know, it's being satirical. Yeah. But I mean, but you do wonder, like, if that would play today, would that would that mm. have actually, and especially someone like him, do you think he would even have done that now? Yeah, probably not. No, it's just really strange, isn't it? This, mm. How social, you know, sort of morality's changed or whatever in the last few years, even. But anyway, sorry, back to back to um, the goodies, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. <clears throat> I was quite interested in this documentary that um, I, I didn't know that um, Tim Brooke Taylor went to Cambridge with um, uh, John Cleese. What, what and, Cleese was it? And um, who's the other one? 
the one that died. Chapman. Yeah. They were all together at, you know, in the, foot, in the um, footlights. <clears throat> Terry Jones has died as well, obviously. Isn't he? Not, yeah, not, he has, yeah. Yeah. Not that long ago. And, um, yeah, Tim Brooke Taylor was, <clears throat> you know, a whisker away from actually being in Monty Python. Well, in that Wikipedia thing, it's, I mean, I, I, and I think I was just trolling, like, the, trolling the Facebook. There's lots of, like, um, tributes to him and Michael Palin, who I follow, he did a tribute to him, mm. um, saying that obviously they worked together. But there was someone suggested, and it's probably true, that um, he actually was in an early version of the parrot sketch. Oh, right. He actually did that. but th And then um, I think Palin replaced him as shopkeeper. Right. Because it, it, <clears throat> it was quite interesting. They, they were in a thing together. Called, I can't exactly remember what the <clears throat> program was called. I've not heard of it before. It was called something like um, now the 1948 show or something. I was, that, wasn't a, one of, that wasn't a David Frost thing, was it? Yes. Yes, it was, yeah. Because he seems to be a bit of a ringmaster for, like, you know, because you had some of the two Ronnies in that. Did, did Ronnie Barker yes, and yeah. Yeah. Didn't with Dudley Moore, was he, was he in, involved I in that? Or Sel Peter Seller? Or... Well, they... they... <clears throat> the circles, didn't they? Yeah, they were all at Cambridge, I think, together. Because Peter Cook was at Cambridge, wasn't he? As, uh, yeah, well, yeah. at the same time. So, like, it's amazing, really, what came out of the Cambridge Footlights at that at that time. Yeah, I mean, like, God, that, you know. era, that whole era of comedy. Yeah. And satire and, you know, quite you know, groundbreaking stuff, wasn't it, really? And, you know, like you said, you had Python and, you know, the goodies and, the you know, two Ronnies and... Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, exactly. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's... pretty much spawned an industry, didn't they? Really, they that. did really, yeah, yeah, and they changed right. sort of the face of comedy in this country. Definitely. You know, um, I suppose the goons were before Spike Milligan again. Although yeah. I don't know where Spike came from. I mean, he didn't. Did he go to? No, I don't think he. He wasn't. No, no. But you know, the, they were all like influenced by the goons, weren't they? Yes, <clears throat> of course. Um. Yeah, so yeah, it's, no, it's quite interesting. You know, he was, he was. They, they spoke to him. <clears throat> I think this was in <clears throat> two thousand and five, and they were asking him about, you know, the he nearly got into the Monty Python. He was like quite self-effacing, sort of saying, you know, oh, you know, my writing wasn't up to it really. I wasn't really as good a writer as those guys, and you're. They, you all had to be, you know, really good at writing to to be to in make there, the grade really. sort of so thing. I wasn't really good enough. Um, so yeah, he's quite, quite sort of modest about. Yeah, yeah. No, he seemed like a you know a decent guy. Um, yeah, pa Michael Payne had very, very, you know, very sweet words for him. Very mm. kind words, saying that he was a dear friend and. He was a very warm and genuine person. Yeah. So did he? Ne did he never do any? He wasn't even in. Like they never even gave him a, a like a I don't know like a little minor role then. No, no, I don't think so. No. Because obviously they gave, they they acknowledged the influence. The Pythons acknowledged the influence that Milligan had on them, didn't didn't they? Because mm. they he was in Life of Brian, wasn't he? A small role. 
Yes, he was. Yeah. I don't know if he did any, if he ever did anything else mm. for him, but they put him in there. <clears throat> yeah. But that's that is the other two are still alive, aren't they? I mean, Bill Oddie's still about, obviously, yeah. and Graham Graham Gardner's the Graham other guys. Gardner, yeah, they're they're still going. They're still going. <clears throat> yeah. No. Just shows what um you know terrible. I mean, he, as far as I know, he didn't have any underlying no, health issues. No, as they I say. think he was seventy nine, so yeah. not. You see, fat fits in the with the the demographic mm. they say yeah. is most of this. Yeah. But it's just a shame that this disease is sort of robbing us of some of these people. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Yeah, and all the others, you know, yeah, yeah, not the non-famous people. Yes, you know, of course. Um, around the country yeah. and around the world, the people have been have succumbed to it, haven't they? Like, mm. yeah. Um, have you been? Have you did? Have you done your daily? Sojourn, or <clears throat> or did you go out and about for your daily exercise? Um, I haven't today. No. I was no, wondering if you'd seen anyone around. No, I've, I've I see quite a lot of cyclists on my on my route. Yeah, I think cycling's probably sort of having a bit of a revival, isn't it? Everyone getting their bicycles out of the garage that they've not used for ages or whatever. I'm not sure all of them are, are um, observing the two metre distance, though, what I've seen. No. Quite a few groups have huddled together, you know, like yeah. they do sometimes. Yeah. Because, so you know, that... there was something about cyclists and joggers uh, yeah. yesterday about, you know, is it, you know, th- you know. Is it safe to do it sort of thing? Well, is it, you know, if you're, if you're walking and there's a jogger who runs past you, is you know, Are you allowed to smack, punch him in the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is like pull his, pull his shorts down when he when he runs by. It's a stupid pastime, isn't it? But it's yeah. like I, I I'm not joking, man. This, this is what I I have you know um well I, the last few weeks I think if the coronavirus don't get me the uh, gluttony probably will. I had two yeah. two two uh, big pieces of apple pie today. Right. So I'm probably going to get coronary heart disease first, yeah. but um, but I mean, you know, I do. I've all. I mean, I've done pretty much since I've moved back here to live. I, which is probably two years or whatever. I I I tend to walk. At, I do my sort of circuit around the around the block. Like mm. it takes about half an hour to get around, and you ne- you hardly ever see fucking joggers, right? Yeah. And now it's it seems like. <laughs> Everyone's just realised they've got legs now. Yeah. And you're like going, oh shit, yeah, I can jog. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it's like loads of the fuckers about now, and I hardly ever see anyone ever on my route when I've been doing it like for, you know, I don't know, years, two or three years now. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, and you, you know, like me, you live in a you live in a village. <laughs> you live in a village. Yeah. But like you know, they haven't been running when there's not a pandemic on. No. It just seems like a real contradiction. Like, oh shit! There's a pandemic. Let's all go out and jog. Yeah. And Weird. Yeah, I, you know, it's just the irony of the whole situation isn't it? that you end up trying to just go for a quiet walk and you end up yeah. bumping into loads of people, which you're it's not. It's like why to only do. now? Why now? All of a sudden, have you mm. decided that you better better have some exercise? Mm. It's all. There you go. Yeah. Human beings, they're illogical, aren't they? Really? Yeah. As as Spock would say. <laughs> yeah, we need Spock probably. 
Yeah, he'd he, he know what to do, wouldn't he? Yeah. He, I bet he would observe social distancing. Mm. Well, so that was a thing I, I saw somewhere that um, I, I probably just Trekkies, they are called Trekkies, aren't they? Not Trekkers, Trekkies. Mm. Um, they've been doing, I can't do it, but they've been doing the Spock thing instead of shaking hands, obviously. You just do the live long and prosper. <laughs> just do the live long and prosper thing with your hands. But I can't do that. I can only get. I'm, no, I'm, I'm better on my right hand, but the left hand, the left, the mid, the finger just won't do it. Can you no, do that? I can't, can I can't do it on my left. I can do it on my right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's did a bit it, like me. What, what hand did he do it on? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I can't maybe remember. It, maybe you can only do it Perhaps on your right hand. Right. Maybe he did it on both. Well, maybe, maybe you can only, yeah, maybe only, maybe everyone can only do it on one hand. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to do, do an experiment. Hold. Well, yeah, we will. We'll have to yeah. take a, do, do a sensor test or whatever. Mm. Well, straw yeah. polling can do the spock i don't even know what it's called it's just like what is it like vulcan greeting isn't it i yeah. guess but um yeah Peter, trekkies have been doing that okay. probably probably embarrassingly yeah to one another There's loads of variations now of greetings but um. well talking of nerdy tv shows that's just reminding me what i watched the other day um i watched red dwarf all right yeah i don't know if you know that's that came back uh one off one one off special maybe i did it's on dave was that TV. recently yeah or, uh, it's quite a while nights, I think. yeah yeah i, I don't know to... were, you ever, were you ever into the red, red i Dwarf? did used to watch it but not religiously no same here really um it was all right it's it's kind of it's just i mean for anyone who's never watched it it's it's a rather strange sort of hybrid, isn't it, really? I mean, it's been going years, isn't it, off and on? Mm. I think it started in the 80s, didn't it? I think it probably did, didn't it? Yeah. And obviously, it's pretty much kept the same cast, and they're all getting older and fatter and yeah. staggier, so it's quite funny watching them age. Like, well, like we all have, basically, but mm. I mean, you know. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it did start in the 80s. And it's always been a bit... It's it's very sort of British, isn't it? As in, it's, it's cheap-looking and... Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I guess it kind of. I guess it's it was trying to be a bit like the young ones, but in space. If mm. that's maybe simplifying it, but I'm. I can imagine the pitch was. Yeah, it's a bit anarchic. It's like the young ones, but we're going to have it science fiction because that was, I suppose, a bit of a thing that was yeah. coming back. Yeah. Again, I think it probably. I think the Star Trek The Next Generation had just started, so maybe it was a bit of a sort of response to that, maybe. You know, we're going to do a British bit of a piss take, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. Of, yeah. of the genre. Um, yeah, it was all, I mean, the production values are, I mean, compared to, like, modern sci-fi stuff, you know, it looks, it still looks like it was done in the 90s on someone's, like, PC, you know? Mm. The, the graph yeah the, the computer effects but i mean they're not too bad and, and script wise uh, yeah it's, it's got its mo it's got its moments it's yeah it's it was quite sort of poignant in in some respects because it was about some of the subplot was about you know growing old and being relevant mm. as as you get old are you still relevant and obviously they're like um they've been cast away haven't they? they're sort of aren't they the only i mean i don't know if you remember this but i think i think like craig charles who's like he plays um lister doesn't he yeah it's called lister like a scouse 
he's like an elky, you know, likes his curry and his he beer. He was like the lowest of the low in the, he was, like, he's, in the he's, spaceship, he's, wasn't he? That's it. He was like, yeah. like, the, like the toilet attendant, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, you do remember. Yeah, you they're remember all like that, a yeah. dystopian. They're all like a sort of a disparate group. Yeah, yeah. They're very mismatched, aren't they? Because, yeah, he's... It's not like the the great the great and the good that have survived no, this. No. Uh, I think it was a, what was it? I can't remember now. I think it was an explosion or I can't remember what. No, I don't know. They're just floating in space, aren't they? They're, they're just floating in space. I don't know if they were propelled into the future or something. I can't remember now, but I think they were. Yeah, because they were propelled in, propelled into the future. Because if you remember, um, you know the is it? I can't remember his name now. Is his name's uh, the guy who plays the cat? I don't know. The- just a cat. Danny Jules, yeah. Danny Jules. He was a cat, wasn't he? That yes. like a proper cat, like a feline, That's and then right, they, yeah. they, they, they when they put him in suspended animation. Yes. And all the rest of the crew died, didn't they? And and um Lister somehow didn't die and the cat evolved into like a human cat hybrid or something. Yeah. Over there, because so, they were in like cryogenic frozen for God knows how long or whatever and thousands and thousands but that's probably why humanity's dead thing so humanity's basically wiped itself out yeah. hasn't it probably yeah so yeah they've uh they're the only surviving members and like you said it's like they're not the great and the good you've got him as like a you know a, a sort of deckhand who yeah. survives and there's a hologram that has sort of human form which is the guy from um the british empire i can't think of his name oh. you know I mean, yes yeah. What? And um, and the guy who plays the robot, who's Crichton, Crichton, yeah. No. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I I guess I I suppose if you if you ever watched an episode and you had slightly warm feelings towards it, it's I think it got by on the nostalgia, if you know what I mean. Mm. It wasn't any great shakes as a, you know, I, I think I chuckled a few times, which is I suppose more than you do with a lot of modern stuff but it's it's you know it wasn't it's not great writing or for the fans um, maybe for the i think yeah. you're totally right i think if you're a diehard fan you probably would love it i'm i'm a bit like you really but i was kind of always a bit casual viewer mm. i was never a religious sort of um fan i always think sort of comedy and sci-fi it's a tough one to kind of it's a tough balancing act and it? it's a tough one to master really mm. i'm not sure has it ever come off comedy and <clears throat> um can you think of any i don't know just sort of space balls i guess yeah i guess Mel yeah brooks, yeah, yeah brooks yeah i guess space ball that's a good know. that's a good shout out i can't really remember it i just that just popped in my head i don't know no that was yeah i said that at its moments i mean that was a blatant star wars piss take wasn't it mm. basically that, that, of that, john that was john candy in that yeah, he played the. I can't remember what it was now, but he like basically the the Chewbacca. Yeah, character. He was like wasn't he like tiny, a big? He was like a teddy bear, wasn't he? Yeah, sort of, yeah exactly. Or like a dog a or big, something. A dog. That's what he was. Yeah. He was a dog. Yeah. That was it. Big space dog. Yeah. That's it. So the, yeah, that was properly lampooning Star Wars, which I remember at the time people were saying because Star Wars wasn't really a thing, was it then? It was a bit. It was a bit late. Yeah. In lampooning it, it should have come a few years previous. Really, mm. it would have been more. I think it would have had more effect. But um, again, that's fondly remembered by certain people. I always see um, quite a lot of people of a younger generation. I think they may have rediscovered it on like DVD or something. Oh, okay. Um, 
because I always, you know, I always see like memes, memes, whatever you call them, and yeah. gifs that come up of, of space balls. You know, there's the scene, isn't there, where he's, um, he, uh, was it Dark Helmet, who's the Darth Vader? I honestly don't parody. That was remember Rick Moranis. Oh, okay. Remember that? He had like a, mm. he was basically like a little short. Yes. You know, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. Basically the opposite of Darth Vader. He's short and yeah. a bit of a, and a nerd, wasn't he? Yeah. Played by, played by Rick Moranis. And um, he asks and he's, you know, because they're kind of like the evil empire, like that's in the Star Wars movies. And he asks his troops to go and comb the desert. Right. And then the next shot is, you know, them with a big comb. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all that kind of. More, you know, it's that it's that national lampoon kind of yeah, sort of classic Mel Mel Brooks Mel Brooks <clears throat> sort of humor, yeah, yeah, um, a bit like uh, you know the Zuckers as well, like airplane kind of comedy, mm. like sort of you know wordplay and yeah. lots of visual gags, sort of yeah, sight gags and all that. I suppose airplane too. That's kind of sci-fi, isn't it? I mean, that was about the space shuttle. Yeah. So that that I guess the space shuttle. Yeah, I, I think that was before the space shuttle existed, wasn't it? I mean, obviously it existed, but I mean, I don't think it had flown before, um, mm. before uh, Airplane Two came out. Isn't there a? Um, I don't even know the name of it, but I know that Hugh Laurie's in it. Oh think, yes, yeah. A, in space comedy. It is. It I is. Seen it or know it's, anything about it? Uh, and what's his name? Anucci. Oh right. Oh, okay. Armand Anucci is it? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. He's 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 written it. It's had quite bad reviews. Oh, has it? Yeah, um, they just well, I mean, I don't know. I've not seen it, but um, the the word on the street is it's not actually funny. Right. Which is a bit crucial for a comedy, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame because um, yeah, yeah he's, he's really good, isn't he? Normally, uh, well, you were saying about the recent what was it, Charles Dickens adaptation that he did? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, he's quite good at subverting. You know. I mean, he, I think a bit like Char- he's a bit like Charlie Brooker, um, you know, mm. the Black Mirror guy. He's he's he he is a like you say, subverting convention and yeah, and, and genre. And he is he is a he is a genre fan by all accounts. He loves he does love sci-fi. He's not oh, like right. just okay. jumping on the bandwagon like oh it's sci-fi it'll sell. Yeah, he's quite a big um. So he should have should have known what he was. Yeah, what he was doing. He was doing. Yeah, he's quite a sci-fi oh, nerd. Okay. I think he actually is being quoted as he reads, he has read 2000 AD. He's kind of, you know, he's in, right. he's a bit of a geek. He does look a slightly nerdy sort of yeah, yeah. guy. I think a lot yeah, of those, he's, he's like a lot brain. of those kind of people, like your, your Seth MacFarlane's or whatever, is another sort of nerd, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? They're, they're kind of, their comedy is quite meticulous and yeah. nerd, nerds are quite meticulous and almost a bit autistic. Yeah. <clears throat> and obsessive compulsive. Um, so they're probably very, they probably are quite obsessive compulsive about their comedy. And mm. if, if you're a writer or, uh, um, you know, that's, that's quite, you have to sort of fine tune stuff, don't you? Yeah. And you it has, be to very, be, has to be right. You know, exactly. Very uh, got, about... Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. And I think nerd culture does sort of create a lot of those kind of people, doesn't it? Mm. They are rather meticulous, whether it's collecting or, you know, whatever they do, cosplaying, dressing up or whatever. Um, Yeah, they're quite obsessive. Would you classify yourself as in that category? Definitely. A a proud nerd? Uh, Yeah, oh yeah, shameless. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, just movies in general, but I mean, you know, well, well just any, anything really. I don't know. It's, I think it's, I was trying to, I was thinking about the other day, actually, what, um, <clears throat> what sort of prompted it all. Because you're like, you know, you, when you're, when you're sort of young and you, you're, 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 um, you're kind of moulded at a young age, aren't you, by your environment and by your experience and what you, what you, what you see and what you watch. Because one, yeah. one of my earliest memories, and this is, um, this probably, you know, this should reinforce my nerd credentials. I remember one of my very first memories, and I must have only been probably three or four, was watching um, first Star Trek on a black and white telly that we had. Mm-hmm. That's how old. That's how yeah, you know, yeah. old. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. We didn't have our first TV. wasn't color. It was no, black I, and white TV. I, yeah, I remember that. Tell, tell that to the kids. They'd be like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it wasn't HD." You couldn't watch snooker. They in... <laughs> couldn't watch snooker. <laughs> everything, everything just looked different shades of grey. <laughs> but um, but it, you know, it was like a little, uh, like a twelve inch or a fourteen inch, you know, um, mm. black and white TV, and so. The first thing was Star Trek, and the second was Doctor Who, the John Pertwee yeah. years, and both of those programs used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, and um, and I think fear is is quite um, it it it's it stays with you, doesn't it? Mm. It leave it leaves an imprint. Yeah, and um, and so both those programs used to scare the hell out of me. The, the, you know, for it for various reasons. I think it was the monsters in Star Trek, and it was obviously the well the Daleks and the Cybermen and that bloody theme gym in, in Doctor mm, Who. Yeah, but I think that kind of really galvanised my my um sort of uh, love of sort of horror and sci-fi, I guess, and then. Mm. When 2000 AD, the comic came around in the 70s. That kind of, that was just like Marla from heaven, really, because it combined all those things. And then it was like Space 1999. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, um, what else was around that time? There was like, there was a lot of sort of uh, Tomorrow People. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Sapphire and Steel. Yeah. All those. All, I mean, there's a lot of. Um, there but, was quite a lot of Rogers. stuff. But Rogers, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> Um, Battlestar Galactica, the old yeah, one, yeah. <clears throat> and so yeah, and then Star Wars obviously was the real game changer, wasn't it? Well, I guess all those things combined, it's like a perfect storm, really. I, I, if I hadn't, if I hadn't been exposed to that stuff at a young age, I probably would have, you know, it, I, I blame Doctor Who, 2000 AD, and Star Trek places. Even so, before before stuff. before Star Wars, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that age. I think. I think like a lot of kids. I don't know about you, but I mean, I think the first very. I remember very early on. I loved dinosaurs. Mm. So and monsters. I think so. Dinosaurs. Because yeah. I remember my mum collecting. There was like, um, I don't know if this is worldwide. This uh, available. This confectionery, but it was a very British thing in the seventies. It was called. They were called curly whirlies. Oh remember yeah. Them? Yeah. And they did a, you had to collect, you had to like cut out the vouchers mm. of like, you know, I don't know, buy 10 curly whirlies or whatever. And it, you had to post these vouchers <laughs> off to like somewhere and they would send you back these diet cards. Oh, okay. And, and I've still got these postcards and, and, I, and I was, I looked at the post date because it's still, because I've still got the envelope for it as well. <laughs> no, I don't quite know. I mean, so much of that stuff when I was young got destroyed and in, mm. when we moved house. 
but for some reason I kept those postcards all these years and the, and the date stamp is 1974 blimey so I was I was three then Jeez. so that's that's even at that age I was quite obsessed with yeah you know monsters and stuff yeah so I think yeah it's like what you're exposed to I guess you know if you if you were always if there was always football in your in your household mm. or or sports or whatever you you would you would get kind of um obsessed with that maybe because yeah. i remember i remember friends of mine and you couldn't knew yourself but i mean other people i knew they were really into football so they would collect all the you know like stickers, the football yeah. stickers yeah. yeah yeah did you ever do that yeah that was a big thing for me yeah football was my obsession up, up until my teens you know um yeah, so so, you, so yeah. you'd have the panini or wherever it yeah, was, yeah. like football stickers. And I'd be the the one at you know at school with the big stack of like. And you'd be doing the swapsies. Yeah, swap. Yeah, yeah. Got got need. You know all that sort of thing. Yeah, you, yeah. I'll, I'll stop you when we um. With the I don't know yeah, who Glenn would be Glenn Hoddle, Glenn Hoddle, uh, uh, Gary Gary Lineker. You Gary? Okay. I've got I've got a five Gary Linekers, so. <laughs> well, who was that? Not Kenny Dalglish. Was he around that time? Yeah, he would have been around. Yeah. Who was the guy with the bloody? Oh, I can't think of his name there. Who was the guy with the curly hair, like like an afro? Oh, like, I think um, there was quite a few of them. And they all had that, but a little bit like Leo Sayer. Who was oh, he? Craig Johnston. No, 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 not, no, no. Oh God, not not um. Uh, oh God, there was a lot of them. there was a lot. There was... Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, there was a lot of perms going on. There was a lot of perms. In the 70s, though, yeah, with footballers, yeah. Yeah. They did sort of have women's hair, didn't they? They did, like, yeah. Yeah, and very tight shorts in the 70s. That's it, that's it. Yeah. But, um, so, they, so they, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I guess if I'd been in a, in a, in a parallel universe, if I'd, if I'd been exposed to football and and wrestling or whatever that was a big thing in the 70s mm. i mean i used to i used to watch stuff like oh yeah like big daddy and yeah. Giant Giant Haystack. Haystack. do you remember him yeah mick mcmanus mick mcmanus cat's weasel do you remember him oh cat weasel yeah cat, yeah he was yeah because he used to like go for the balls yeah Oh, so I thought you were thinking. I thought you meant the um. I thought you meant the, the TV show. There was wasn't. A oh show no, there was a there was a wrestler called Cat's Weasel. Oh, okay, Cat's Weasel. Yeah, and he used to um go for the nads. Yeah, his thing was like uh, over dramatically, sort of going for the gonads. But crushing someone's balls like yeah. while pulling a face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess it's just what you're exposed to at a. Uh, um, uh, and, and, I, and I think another defining moment, another defining element is, is that I, I, as an only child, I didn't have the influence of other siblings. Mm. So I very much had to make my own entertainment. Well, that's I mean. similar to me. I mean, I've got a brother and a sister. But yeah, I know. They're, they're, aren't they? You know, much older than me. So, yeah, I had a lot of time sort of on my own. So, yeah, I used to watch a lot of films. <clears throat> exactly and you create sort of fantasy worlds in your mind yeah, don't you yeah like, i mean i remember sort of you know hours playing with my action man or your mm. or your like in the star wars figures or whatever was around at the time yeah but it's so yeah i was thinking that the other day actually i was thinking how 
and and in a way it was a much more innocent time um obviously back then mm. <clears throat> but um like young people now i think it's i mean i know we always have this it's, it's like, oh the old days is better <laughs> but I, I i in a way i think things were a bit simpler because there wasn't so much you know there wasn't so much hype and there wasn't i mean it, it did exist but i mean you know i i think there's so much more things are so much more pushed advertising wise you know like social media yeah constantly pumping out stuff and there's you know like we've said in the past in, in other spots there's almost like an overwhelming amount of sort of content now isn't there there's yeah there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure you know on the young i think today um yeah there's almost too much stuff, you know, there's almost too many, there's only almost too many shows and there too is. many, you know, too much just stuff out, information or whatever, just stuff to consume. And I think, you know, it's in our days, there was, you know, you had three channels, didn't you? Mm. I mean, you didn't even have channel four back in those no. days. <clears throat> and yeah, before video came along, you couldn't record anything. You, you watched it once and then it was gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, video ga- talking. Of, I mean, video games. They were very much in their infancy, weren't they? Yeah, so you yeah. didn't, have, you know, you didn't have the thing nowadays where kids just plug into an Xbox or whatever, and they're they're just basically they're, you know, disappeared for hours, aren't That's they? Right. They're, and they, they're they're playing gone. with their friends, you know, via the internet or you know, um, yeah, we didn't have that. Well, no, many we decades were, before the internet. We were sitting around a little tape machine, hoping that the game would. Load. Bloody load! Yeah, waiting five minutes for a game to load that didn't. Yeah, um, you know, I spent many an hour you know, trying to load a game, and then it would crash at the end. Uh, and yeah. do you remember like the? the do, you, do you ever remember those magazines like Yours Sinclair, or whatever, which would print like a, it would print like a ten-page program that you yes. had to input, yeah. and and you'd spend like like a, like weeks <laughs> typing this game in. And then, and then it wouldn't fucking work. Yeah. It would like, you know, it would be like, you know, I don't know, file corrupted or whatever, or yeah. you know, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it used to say. Um, and then next month in the magazine, they'd print like a disclaimer saying, "Oh, we apologise. We one of the symbols was wrong." Yeah. So, so you had to go back and do it all again. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they, you know, they'd done like a semicolon instead of a colon yeah. or something, and that caused the entire program to to fail. Yeah, there was a lot of frust- frustration. <laughs> I um, wonder if they did that on purpose sometimes. Yeah. I mean, technology today is still can be frustrating when it doesn't work. But back then, you know, it was just a lot of... It was more frustration than actually sort of... Uh, enjoyment. Enjoyment, really, most and of the time. To the, the web, so you've got patches, haven't you, to like, if something doesn't work, there's a patch yeah. that... Yeah. appears in a couple of hours and it'll update and you don't have to do anything it's all done for you oh, that's right but i mean those days you had to do it manually it was manually inputting stuff wasn't it yeah real drag i don't think many you know young people kids these days would would put up with no. that maybe that made us <clears throat> more patient than they are well maybe yeah maybe yeah. There, there is a big sort of generation gap in i, that I think there is a you know it's got to be now, isn't it? You know, everything's, um, you know, I Instant want that now. Things. And yeah. why can't I have it now? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got to be totally instantaneous. Yeah. And yeah, any lags on the internet or that's the end of the world sort of thing. Yeah, that's it. First world problems, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, we'd all we'd all suffer from that at the moment, uh, you know, as we're in isolation, I think more and more people are relying on social media <laughs> and the internet and you know, Netflix and whatever streaming service you're using, you know, just to keep us entertained. If if it if it all of a sudden didn't work, um, I, you know, that would be a major, like you say, it's a first world problem, but it would be a huge problem, wouldn't it? It'd be an annoyance, wouldn't it, at the very least? Because yeah. that's, I think, without, that's, <laughs> that's what's keeping most people indoors. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, yeah. Themselves with with uh, the internet or streaming, you know, TV shows. Um, so yeah, there would be riots then, I think. Yeah, they still be going to take away your broadband. Yeah, they can take. That. Yeah, they can take away. Uh, take your freedom, but you're never take my broadband. <laughs> <laughs> no, better not. As as William Wallace never said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, what? Have, so you, what have you been? Have you been watching anything that's tickled you or nubbing? Um, I haven't. Oh, I'll tell you what I did watch. Um, again, I don't want you to think I'm a conspiracy theorist. Oh, um, are you conspiracy theorist? Uh, but I've watched. I, I'm just making you a tinfoil hat. Okay, thank you. I'm just. I'm, I'm just going to fashion it while you're talking. Big head. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that. Um. <clears throat> I don't think I saw it at the time when uh, it came out. Well, to be fair, sorry, to talk to conspiracy theories, I, I will touch on that with that um, uh, Cumberbatch movie, uh, you know, the Channel 4 Mayfair right. movie thing, but later. So there is conspiracy theories in that. Oh, well, okay. but, but, All right. Well, actually, conspiracy facts, probably, more than yeah. theory, if it happened. But I mean, anyway, but carry on. Um, film called Loose Change about the uh, 9 11. Oh yeah, yes, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, I mean, what I, was it? Is, is that is that? Um, did you have you watched it on YouTube or something? Or yes, did you, well, it was. Or is weird. it on? I, I got. It was weird. It was on Amazon. I started, yeah, I started watching it on Amazon. On Amazon went, Prime. Yeah, and then I went back to watch it. The rest of it, and it had gone. Do you think they're putting it because there's this there's, there's this whole cut oh, down on? That's what I um, thought. On conspiracy theories, haven't they? They've been pulling stuff, haven't they? That's, yeah. That Facebook my, have been. That's Facebook my, have been. <clears throat> yeah, they've been. Your, is that your conspiracy theory? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I did. I was. I was like, what's going on here? Why have they removed it? Is it because it's like you know subversive, you know, and everything? But, probably. Yeah. No, it's probably that you know it could well be they don't want to. They're worried it might stir up a bit of trouble or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was a coincidence, but it seemed like sort of quite a strange one. But yeah, I, I watched I it. Guys that you've been watching it, and they've got they've been they've been looking through your um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and said you better pull that. It might just send him over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that I mean, it was it was convincing that you know 
Something. It's convincing to a point, though, isn't it? Because the things that I, because I've seen, I mean, I watched it years ago. I watched because I think it was made not that long after 9 11, was it? No. It? Sort of like maybe it's 2012 or 2013. And yeah. I think that's when I watched it. And, you know, it starts off because they've sort of got clips and they've slowed down footage, haven't they, from mm. different stuff. Uh, different footage that apparently wasn't screened at the time or was never been seen. Yeah. Um, you know, on the on the sort of standard media outlets, never showed this footage or whatever. Because mm. <clears throat> is, isn't that the claim that it was a demolition job? That a lot of the buildings were detonated, like yeah. the detonate or whatever. And uh, the other planes as well. That <clears throat> uh, the, the one, went... one was yeah. just a drone, wasn't it? Well, um, there, was, there was, yeah, uh, like a, they, they. Oh, yeah, it wasn't uh, even a plane, was it? A theory that it was a, yeah, it was a cruise missile. Yeah, because um, it didn't apparently. There was no uh, wreckage. There was absolutely no wreckage. And the hole wasn't big enough, you know, if a plane had gone in there. Yeah. You know, and, the, you know, they used the excuse that um, they used with the Twin Towers that the, the planes, vaporized you know on impact yeah, yeah, yeah um but you know it's weird that they were able to find the passports of the terrorists you know yeah that was a lot that was the twin towers one wasn't it where, where it was yeah, almost yeah i mean that's you know those sort of things i think are okay they, they are questionable where you could you know they they do deserve to have questions asked that sort of about about mm. it um, but stuff like, but then how do you explain like where all the passengers went? Well, yeah, they don't. Because that's all. Yeah, they that's don't all really the They don't that. really touch upon that. So, okay, if you're saying <clears throat> that the, that the the twin tower, the planes that went in there were drones and there wasn't anyone yeah. flying it, well, then where? How do you account for all the dead people then? You know, yeah. where where are where are the these the families that say are they are they all sort of are they all, are they all part of the you know are they all part of this conspiracy as well? Are they are, are they all have they been employed by like the CIA to say oh yeah if you're interviewed just say that you're well, um, I think the implication was you. that there was a plane but with people on it right but they did whatever they did with these people they so they, they were like sort of murdered by the government possibly yeah um, because yeah. they would uh, they went through all the um, you know on I think it was was it the what's the what's the one they made a film of it's uh, a good one that, that that plane had people on board didn't it yeah and so but then, the, the so one that the, the, the one that the um they made a film of it didn't they flight 93 was oh, it or something yes yeah, flight yeah united uh, 93 that's it united 93 uh, full green grass i'm moving i've not seen the film have you ever seen it <clears throat> no is it very good mm. But very documentary, were... yeah, lucky stuff. It's very documentary style. Oh, okay. But they they went through the, um, you know, the manifest. Loads, loads of people made phone calls, didn't they, from the yes, plane? Yes, yeah, yeah. And <clears> they <throat> yeah. went through all, all of that, and um, some of the messages were very weird. Um, right. Like one of them, one of the passengers uh, rang up his mum, and he said. Um, this is, um, I don't, you know, I don't know the name, so I'll, I'll just make one up. This is, um, 
David um, um, Ban Banner, David Banner. All right. And um, Hulk. The Hulk was on board. Yeah, yeah. He could have just jumped out then. But he's ringing up his mum and he uses yeah. his full name. As in, you wouldn't say, Mum, it's David here. Yeah, you wouldn't say, Mum, this is David Banner. Yeah, you'd say, Mum, it's David here, I'm going to die or whatever. Yeah, and he's, it, the conversation goes like, um, he says, um, uh, yeah, uh, there's people, they've, they've taken over, the, they've hijacked the plane. And then he, then he says, you believe me, don't you? And all this conversation is very weird. You know, it's, right. it's not like a it's almost like he's being prompted yeah 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 like in, a script like a in script. the background you can hear voices like they're talking to him and right. then he says again like you do believe me don't you and all this sort of thing and there's another one with um one of the air stewardesses <laughs> and she's she just sounds very calm you know she's explaining what's happening but she's not sounding like there's any urgency or anything you know she's saying um they've locked themselves in the cockpit with the pilot yeah. um but it's all matter of fact so, although you could you could argue that shock you could yeah the people. i mean yeah, I, I i i question and I, like i said i just question some of the facts to me i watched that and i thought you know it's, it's very persuasive a lot of it but i i think a lot of it was the facts were cherry picked to it's like that yeah. thing they said about the flat earthers yeah they kind of pick the stuff they want to pick and ignore the other the stuff yeah. that's contradictory or you know or or destroys the argument because no, they don't want to hear that that is so true. and yeah. you know this guy i mean i i, I mean I, I did watch it i mean you know it, it's interesting to watch any of this stuff really i mm. find all that kind of stuff interesting but i think there's too many mm leaps of logic and and i you know okay i still you know people there were people on the, on that pentagon plane where are there you know yeah. were they but it, supposedly it was a missile it's so, like although the, the all those red flag things you know it's like uh, yeah what's that, what's that? I, I, I maintain i mean you, you you only have to watch this um and that's on you've got amazon prime haven't you so yeah you need to watch this it's called the looming towers Oh, okay. And that, yeah. and that is all about 9-11. And the CIA definitely knew more than they they let on. Mm. And they and you know, I still think it's a question that they could have prevented. Yeah. Possibly what happened. Yeah. Did they allow it to happen or you know, were they just incompetent? That's I think that's the question that needs to be asked. Because um according to this um, you know, watching the Blooming Tower, which is like a docudrama, it's got, you know, it's I'm sure there's a lot of um, I'm sure there's a lot of artistic license and stuff for dramatic purposes, and there's composites of characters that you know they've kind of combined to or whatever. Mm. Um, but basically, what this doc, um, I think it's a four or five part. It's definitely worth watching. It's very, um, it's a, it's another one of those binge watches that you get really addicted to. Mm. I think I binged it over a couple of nights. But um, basically, the FBI, the FBI and the CIA were in competition basically um for funds and just to have you know just to have um information really to to have um to have one over the other agency really and the, and the CIA the CIA had information that they would not share with the FBI and vice versa 
Right. Um, because they, you know, they wanted to have one one over the other agency, basically. You know, it's quite petty, really. Mm. Because they didn't share information, um, you know, uh, corners were cut and um, things weren't followed, followed up that should have been followed up. And, you know, there was real gaps in, in the information. And that's what basically allowed these terrorists to get away with doing what they did because right. no one was following up. Mm. leads and stuff where they should have been and in and you know interdepartment communication wasn't flowing the way it should um i mean whether it's like that now who well with, with trump in, in as a president <clears throat> i don't know what sort of information there is really no. any value but but um but that's that's what this um so what the kind of what the series kind of conclusion it comes to is that you know, it could have been a preventable mm. event. Yeah. Um, so, but so, like I say, whether you know, you could argue whether it was <clears throat> massive incompetence uh, or um, you know, deliberate. Mm. That's there's a big question mark there, I yeah. guess, isn't there? Yeah. Because obviously, you know, look what happened after it happened. It, well, you know, it justified a lot of laws and a lot of you well, know wars. <laughs> yeah. It, to happen. it enabled Bush to to go into Iraq, didn't it, and get exactly. Saddam Hussein. You know, you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, he was not a nice person, but he had nothing to do with nine right. eleven. He just wanted to get him because his dad, you know, Bush just didn't. wanted to get him because his dad didn't get him the first time. Yeah, yeah, I oh, know, totally ego <clears throat> and you know narcissism or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, not the, all, I mean, all that, all that, in, you know, all that combined, all those. I mean, I think that's those kind of things. And when information is, you know, it's sort of redacted and yeah, like yeah. with Kennedy and stuff, it fuels conspiracy. That's right. Theory. Yeah, that that's where it comes from, isn't it? Where where there, where there is where there is question marks, people <clears> will, <throat> you know, assume that they're being lied to. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And, 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 and in a way, they are. They just because there isn't transparency between, no. you know, government and, and, and the populace. And I think that's what we're in danger of now, really. Absolutely. It, it yeah. definitely has yeah. parallels with what's happening now. And like I say, tying into that, um, into the, into the Cumberbatch thing, um, uh, I think it's called an uncivil war. Mm. I mean, the stuff that we, you know, obviously from people living in the UK, Brexit, we we experienced it. But um without spoiling it for anyone who uh, you know is thinking of watching it or considers watching it, mm. um it just shows how again um governments aren't honest with with, with their citizens. And the really scary thing about um because this mentions like Cambridge Analytica and some other country right. uh, some other company. Mm. Um and you know Obviously, we weren't there, <laughs> you know, in in, in these offices or mm. these places of power. Mm. But uh, but this is the the um. I think that the the drama has come from several investigations and books that were written about it. Right. And people who knew this Dominic Cummings. Mm. Who? What is he? What's his title? Is he? Was he press? No, he's no, he's not. He's, he's his advisor. Special, special advisor. Special advisor. Yeah. Well. You know what this unelected. what this um unelected exactly well that's yeah. also mentioned in this in the film it's like you know you haven't even elected this guy mm. and he's got 
he literally is the puppet master. Yeah. And um and all the politicians are basically shown as um completely out of touch and incompetent. Mm. You know, all of them, not you know Boris and and and, and the because obviously you know the two the two different sides of the debate were the Remainers and the Leavers. So you were either in Remain or you were or you were a leave camp and you were either you wanted to remain in the uh, you know the EU or you wanted to leave the EU for people who don't know what it was all about um, the European Union that is <clears throat> and basically Cummings was a guy who was really a, 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 he was a nerd right total nerds um seemingly sort of almost a bit uh he almost comes across as someone who's quite autistic as well. well. I was I was going to say exactly the same thing. Yeah, he does. He, you know, whenever you see him talk, or just the look of him, you know, he, he does seem like he is, you know. Um, and, and by the you know by the accounts according to this, he's, he's you know he's a right shifty bugger as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he has no he has no like um according to this. He's got no real political allegiance. He doesn't even really, he didn't even really care about <clears throat> even what the what the debate was over. He just no. wanted to win it. It's more more the power, isn't it? And... It's the power, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and he he basically was, you know, these these are politicians. These you know, obviously, he ended up being on the conservative, you know, running their campaign, if you like, mm. for leaving the EU. But he basically what he. He won. His real motivation, if if you believe this film, is that he he was it was a social experiment for him. Right. He's he's almost like an, an um like an anarchist. Right. That's how he's kind of portrayed. He doesn't really care about you know government or he's got utter disregard for all of them. You know, yeah. not even you know just he thinks they're uh, they're all useless. Yeah. That was the main um sort of objective. To like. They were they were useless. Society had been the same for like, you know, British just society just hadn't changed. Stir, stir things up. Basically, them stir it up. Yeah. You know, throw a hand grenade into it all. And he basically said, you know, you guys, you're so out of touch with with people, um, and modern ways of doing things. And so he basically got like these tech giants in, mm. um, like like Cambridge Analytica, and and he devised that whole um. And I don't really remember it, but um. I do remember some, um, but it just shows how subliminal and, and kind of um, really underhand it, it all is. Do you, do, you, do you ever remember getting sort of um, uh, on Facebook, like sort of, um, they were like ads where they pop up and they would be like, or something. well, some were surveys, some were literally just like yes or no, like do you trust, like, I don't know, you know do you trust Cameron or whatever? And yeah. it was like a yes, no answer. Yeah. And you know it's it's all algorithms. And if yeah. you click like yes on that, they that they, they would receive that data. They basically knew what everyone who had social media was doing, and yeah. and they were basically tracking your. They were tracking you, yeah. And and what you liked, what you ate, yeah. And you know who you spoke to, oh, yeah. What your political opinions were, and based upon that, they they that's how they model their campaign. And he and in the movie, he basically says. The people who are going to remain, that's a waste of time. Don't target them. Mm. The people who are going to leave, you don't even target them. You people, you target the people who don't are undecided. Yeah, that's your winning group because, like, you know, he said pretty much fifty-fifty. It's like 
fifty percent want to leave. Yeah. Well, or, or I don't know, like forty percent want to leave, forty um, percent want to stay. It's the twenty percent that you need to target because they're the one that's going to swing it. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. They yeah. targeted the undecided to, oh, I don't really know. I haven't really thought much about it. Mm. Um. So unfortunately, I guess you you may say the politically unaware or the politically I couldn't give a shit. Yeah, people who hadn't and voted before. It's similar. Exactly, same, the people who didn't vote before. And then they, ex- they exploited their worst. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they used the. Well, um, by all accounts, one of the guys who was on the Leave campaign, he, he, he then worked on Trump's campaign afterwards. And Bannon. And Bannon, yeah. He he's, was, he's he was in involved it. in. Yeah. He's mentioned. In you, don't, vote, you, don't, he? you don't see him, but he's mentioned. Yeah. Breitbart, isn't it? Breitbart. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, that's all mentioned. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, basically, the people who are undecided, you then you basically appeal to their their worst prejudices and their yeah. worst fears. Yeah. And that's who you target. So you say, isn't it disgusting that the EU takes three hundred fifty thousand pound a week? The the NHS should get that. Mm. And, and he was the one who came up with the, like put it on, put that on a bus. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like, and you know, it's it's scary shit, really. So it's yeah. it's basically preying on your worst prejudices and mm. and 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 the the sort of the politically ignorant, really. I mean, let's sort of just cut to the chase. That's literally what it is. Mm. People, who, like you say, people who probably haven't even voted before because they don't give a shit. They dis they disenfranchise, you know. Yeah. yeah. Disillusion. Yeah. The ones that are, <laughs> the the people in society who haven't got a voice. Yeah. You know, yeah. And all of a sudden. They've got a voice. Um, they've got a voice, haven't they? Yes. And they're gonna, you know, they're gonna. And then, they're, and then, they're, and then they're sort of, uh, you know, they're then kind of molded into what you know, basically, this Cummings wanted. He could mould these people That's because right. yeah, yeah. he would shape their views based upon, you know, they're, um, like fre- they're like fresh meat, aren't they? They're they're not like um, they're not like lifelong Tories or lifelong Labours who are, no. they're, they're always going to vote for their. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. They're always going. Yeah, you're either red or you're blue, aren't you? And you're yeah. always going to vote accordingly to that. Yeah. Slight variances and you know. Well, yeah. I mean, in the last election, uh, you know, obviously, like a lot of Labour strongholds, they lo- they lost a lot of. Their, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that, know, well, that's basically because like because like, you know, now everything's completely like anything fucking goes now. Yeah. I mean, Brexit kind of started the whole. The craziness and and just the you know I, I think it's kind of like all bets are off now. He, yeah. We've got Cummings. He has succeeded because he's changed the landscape yeah. of British politics. Yeah, it will never be the same. No, no, no. And now that we've got you know this virus, it's even more not going to you know. There's no going back now. Is no, it? no, the, no. The normal. You know, I don't know. Someone said to me today, like, um, I'll on facebook like wait well, you haven't seen much of cummings recently where do you think he is and I, I thought yeah where is he where is he in all this and he's probably plotting isn't he? he's probably yeah. thinking how can how can we exploit this 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 crisis it's, well, you know it's, <clears throat> you, you were, sorry you were talking about um like the surveillance element of um like facebook yeah and, uh, <clears throat> but that is going to be a, a a thing that we're gonna have yeah, they're developing apps, aren't they? To oh track, god, yeah, it's like it's almost like it's like malware. It's like it's in your phone. Yeah, so they'll, so they'll know you... where we go. Yeah. They'll know if we're near people who've um, had COVID. Yeah, you know, and they'll they'll be tracking us every our every movement, and you know, it's that's quite scary. 
because well, we are. I mean, you, you, once... I mean, we're listening. We're listening to. I mean, you know, the, yeah, conversations. You know, who knows? This conversation we're having now, this well, podcast, we can be listening to. There's trigger words, isn't there? Like yeah. you know, terrorist. You say terrorist, yeah. you say something or bomb, yeah. and it and you know, it's like flagged up. It's like, yeah. you know, someone's mentioned that. So you are we we're under surveillance. Like you know, that's not a conspiracy theory. Well, they're, that is, they're already using fact. they're already using Google Maps, aren't they? To um, you know, they they have diagrams of um, uh, how you know people, how many, how much people are using their cars, how much people yeah, are going yeah. with, they're using Google for that. So That's they it. are they they are doing it already. Hot spots and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. So you know they're doing it without a permission already. You know exactly. when they get get that permission when it goes through law. You know, well, I think that's the thing you take from obviously, you know, now you, we all know this. Well, people who are interested in it, I guess, but you know, watching this film just reinforces that, that. That basically, during that campaign, you know, if we if you didn't, if if we weren't before, we certainly were then. We were being tracked, our, our political opinions mm. and and conversations were being basically listened to and, and put in a big, you know, computer program an algorithm that basically decided yeah how everyone was going to vote and yeah. that was like all run by tech giants and billionaires and the one percent basically so that is a fact and but, you yeah, know Cummings, yeah he, he's got no, like you know if, if what this film says is true he's like like we said earlier you know we, we were discussing that he's got no no real interest in he's not really got any interest in the repercussions because he's shielded from it mm. And there's a really good conversation in, um, in the film with like, is it Greg Kinnear, the actor? Oh, he's playing like right. an MP. I can't remember what MP MP plays basically. And it's um, it's the it's it comes after um that Joe Cox MP was murdered, right, right, right by a sort of far right extremist. Mm. Um, it's like he Cummings has taken no moral, he's taken no moral position on it all. It's just like well. It was going to happen, and I just happened to be the person who made it happen. Yeah. But I, but he, but he's not taking any moral responsibility no. for it, um, because he doesn't care. No, because he, he'll he'll just try and try and find an angle to make it work. Yeah, in his it's about favor. it's just about shaking things up, and it's just about chaos. It's a bit you know, it's like it's like V for Vendetta. You know, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna sort of put it back to movies, or you know, draw a comparison of movies. It's like. He just wants to destroy the system. Yeah, and there's a lot of sleight of hand, you know. While while all the chaos is going on, they can yeah, do. I don't think it's interesting in what <clears throat> what comes after you've destroyed the system. What's the new system then? No, I don't think he's even really interested in what that new system is. It's just well, it, you know, anarchy really or chaos. That 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 works. Yeah. And there's money and there's money to be made from it. Yeah. Which is the most important thing, the, isn't it? Really? That's the bottom line to everything. Um, yeah, it's, it's not done for altruistic or no, you know no. moral reasons. It's no. done for money, basically. It's ego, it's um, money, um, power. Yeah, it's like you know, psychopaths running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know, exactly, exactly. You know, see it. It's just running our lives, really. It's not about social reform no. um, or you know making things better for people who who don't care you know it's not 
people who are you know less fortunate or the you know the the more deprived in society that's no. that's not not important at all no there's no ideals or morals or no, no you know, exactly principles. Like, you know, like, you say, it's, like you said it's not even like an ideological thing no it's just wanting to fuck things up a bit you know yeah because you can respect someone who's got you know an ideology you know ideology you know yeah if it's something that they believe in and they're passionate about you know, even if you don't agree with it you can sort of respect them for their, their principles strong, yeah their principles <clears throat> yeah um but yeah when you've got someone who really doesn't give a shit about the consequences of their actions you know how it's going to affect um the the masses then yeah that's worrying isn't it yeah because because basically we're all like we're just lab rats really we're just like all it's like a big experiment isn't it exactly exactly we're just lab rats in a big experiment yeah that's basically it. yeah um, and it, there's there's quite another funny thing and i'm sure this must have you know this must have they must have fact, you know they must have got this fact checked um otherwise they could have got sued but apparently when he used to sign into number 10 his cummings he used to sign himself in as um Osama bin laden <laughs> He just didn't fucking care. Because there's a bit where he says, you know, you're you're just a troublemaker. You're just an agitator. I mean, you you even sign yourself into number ten as a sign of Bin Laden. <sighs> and you know, and, and and in this, you know, in this series, he's got no respect for the for the political masses either. You know, the establishment. He's telling them to fuck off, and you you're all fucking idiots. And you know, I, I'm 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 smart, and you're fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and you know, it is about his ego entirely and, and unfortunately you know that like like with trump in america isn't it it's, it's mm. it, he's got no ideology apart from money and power mm. that's that's his that's his god isn't it the, the dollar yeah and um people like that they're dangerous they are extremely extremely dangerous so, but that's definitely worth watching if um you know yeah. that goes that oh. goes to you and also anyone else out there it's on netflix at the moment it might be on it might be on Amazon as well, but it, that's where I saw it. Mm. But yeah. I think I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it at the time because it just I was so depressed by the whole Brexit. Yeah, I mean, sort of Brexit seems like a sort of walk in the park, doesn't it? That's like, you know. Yeah, compared what to, compared to now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's like a double. It's like a bloody one two though. Isn't it? It's like a double punch. It's like it's like you know, there's the bin. The, Brexit was the gut punch, and then the knockout yeah. was like. The coronavirus that's right yeah Yeah, we've not had the best couple of years well i mean brexit's been going on for three years or more and then that's not gonna and that's not over yet is it that's gonna be that's gonna be a decade yeah if not yes that's gonna be a generational yeah change isn't it it's gonna take a generation at least for that to yeah well basically we've got to get over this first haven't we? yeah that's that, and this is well of course i mean look at the economy the economies and all the and all the countries yeah. in the world i mean so they're like it's crippled on isn't it yeah we're not going to be able to come out you know on december the 31st or whatever that's the date isn't it that we're supposed to i can't see yeah. that happening you know i can't see it happening you know because well hopefully we'll be out of <clears throat> isolation by then but um oh yeah, yeah at the very least yeah, the i hope so the country's not going to be anywhere near ready to sort of go it alone are we yeah oh no 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 definitely not it's going to take a a, a long time to recover from from mm. this 
definitely. Yeah, I will. I will definitely have a look at that. Yeah, it's worth watching. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I'm, I was slightly put off with with um, Tom Batch. I'm not his biggest. Mm. Kurt. I mean, I think he's all right in some things. I just, I, I, just, I don't know, but he is actually very good in this. Right. Um, and everyone's pretty good in it, really. It's, you know, it's quite a good, a good cast um, around him as well. Mm. But it, yeah, but it does, it does a very good job of um, showing what a sort of manipulating and devious mm. individual and da- and dangerous, really. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got like you, because just like we just said, because he's got no real ideological um, motivation for it. Mm. You know, yeah, it's just, he seems to have no respect for anyone. No, no, just to win, just to win, basically, mm. and and any dirty tactics to win. Yeah, he um, would he would switch yeah. sides. So oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He would go over to yeah. Labour if like. Oh yeah, he's got no real allegiance to any political. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe you know, they they're paying him enough, I suppose, to keep him loyal. Yeah. I suppose they love him because he gets results. You know. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He's a bit of an arsehole, but um, look what he's done. Yeah. He's got Brexit I mean, done. He I mean, no one thought. No one thought that was. You know, no one thought Brexit. No one thought Brexit was going to go the way it went. No. No. Did they? No one. No. Not even Farage and his cronies. I don't think they really believed no. it was going to. But you know, it was really all down to Cummings that it, mm. that it went the way it was because he employed technology and. You know, really, you know, the internet mm. and all the all the stuffy old guard. You know, because like, let's face it, conservatives or most of government is old, old white dudes, isn't it? They wouldn't have a clue, would they? They wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, they don't have. They don't have an idea. It's like all oh, this newfangled technology. I mean, what good is that? They're stuck Fake. in their sort of yeah. tradition of like Parliament and stuck in their Westminster bubble. Yeah, yeah. And he, and even in there, he went no. You, that, you're, what's going to win this is technology. Yeah, the the same old ways of doing things. Yeah, you know, like pamphlets and going around canvassing and knocking on people's doors. That is, mm. That's not going to get you anywhere. That's mm. how things have been done for like, you know, centuries. That you need you need a new it's a new politics. You need a new weapon, yeah. basically. And um, yeah, the, I mean the the mobile phone is just rife, isn't it? Because it's mm. got all your fucking data on it. Yeah. Your yeah. your your pictures. Got your life um, on it, yeah. You know, your life, like, yeah. Your life is on that on yeah. that little little box. Is in that little box. Yeah. All of it. Um, you know, we're re- we're recording this with a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it is it's it is a weapon, isn't it? It's power. Yeah. In the in the wrong hands, mm. or even the right hands, who knows? Yeah. But um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, what, I'm getting off that now. Then, so any um, is there any other what other what else have you been doing to entertain yourself? Um, <clears throat> well, I've been. I've started uh, season three on Ozark. Oh, uh, have you? Cool. Yeah. Because I think last time we spoke, you just got to the end of season two. Yeah, very good. Um, what, do you know what episode you're up to? Um, I think I'm on the first or the second. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it does. It so does. They've, they've opened the casino, and uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, the girl's dad has been killed by the cartel. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the end of episode, uh, series two, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, they gunned him down, didn't they? Yeah, because they sort of paid him off, didn't they, and gave him half a million dollars or something to, to sort of leave away. town, didn't they? Then they? Yeah, then they killed him. Um, That's right, because he's a liability. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah it's just sort of warming up a bit yeah 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 it's it's it is a really good it's a, it's a really classy show really mm. I think like we said before like um the writing is just honed yeah to, to perfection yeah Bateman he's he's really really good isn't he like, he's, um, I, don't, I, I, I always associate him with, com- with comedy yeah always. I mean you know he's quite deadpan even the comedic stuff but um, mm. I mean he's pretty deadpan in this really isn't he but yeah he's yeah. very controlled and mm. no he's perfect he's for that role, isn't but yeah perfect exactly yeah it's perfect casting it really is I mean yeah. I, I, did he, did he, doesn't he have a producer credit on it I don't know I think he might do but anyway <clears throat> But um, but yes, it's um, yes. Yeah, I mean, all of the cast really. I mean, they they do get quality actors in and actresses. Mm. No, yeah, there's not, there's there's no weak not link, is there really? Characters or um, actors or anything really. And I think that's the bit that is what we when we you know I, I know sometimes we can be a bit dismissive about streaming and and like them just the whole just the sheer quantity of content. But I mean. You know, there has like, there has been some great um, you know stuff that has been created by these streaming sites. I mean, without them, you probably wouldn't have stuff like this, or you know, like the Scorsese movie, or you know, the um, you know, the Irishman, or whatever. It's, they 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 don't always work. I mean, there's a there. I mean, I don't know how, what you found like having a being a recent adopter, but I mean, there there's a lot of rubbish on there. Mm. And you do find you have to sift through the, you know, the yeah. shit to find the diamond, yeah. and, you yeah. know, the diamond or whatever in the rough. But, but I mean, yeah. but the stuff that is is good is is very good. Yeah, and it's changed the way we view media. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, that's another like <clears throat> example of technology. Uh, changing our lives molding our lives you know, oh my we, god totally how totally we, how we view things when we view it where we view it you know we can view it on our i view on my phone because i haven't got a tv so you know, yeah I well can... i watched i watched red dwarf on my ipad because i missed it on the terrestrial screen mm. so yeah I watched so, it on catch up. so you know we can watch it anywhere and watch it anywhere yeah on, on any device i mean and, and you think like you know probably 15 years ago well 10 years ago even that would have been unthinkable wouldn't it yeah <clears throat> and now we take it for for granted that we you know we'd be lost without you know. yeah <clears throat> i wonder i do wonder how what impact it will have on i mean our generation is different because we obviously we remember cinema mm. but i wonder if like the new you know our children or whatever um Will cinema still be as precious a well, thing? Yeah, I really worry about cinema now, <clears throat> especially with um, what's going on. Well, yeah, on. this is yes, exactly. You know, this, that's exactly it. Like what I told you about, um, I've been sort of following Cineworld's troubles. Um, yeah, and you know, I think there's going to be a collapse of cinema, um, and I think this has sort of hastened. The decline of it, um, you know, I think it was in decline. Well, I was surprised that you t- when you you were saying to me that that they, I'm sure you it was you who said to me that they they don't they only really kind of break even. Yeah, you know, maybe this is yeah, it's a marginal profit, but I mean, yeah. there there aren't huge profits. But and no. how? Well, they've got massive massive debts. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the overheads and everything, the debts. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought they were quite a, you know, like um, uh, a, a buoyant industry, you know, not not almost on the on the ropes kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I've... I thought they were quite secure. I mean, I know. I mean, you know, I know. I always, you know, I've, I always read about the margins and how much takings that the cinema gets from a from a movie showing, and it's always a kind of a you know it's not a huge percentage is it of the box office they take but i i just thought with the sheer volume of films that you know, it was profitable and it just shows that how much little collateral they had in in mm. you know if you're looking at it like i'm not a business no, person no. or anything but if you look at it as a, a business model uh, and you compare cinema with netflix yes it, you know it doesn't, they don't equate, do they? They're not on the same no, level. You've got to pay rent for your building, I presume. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Staff, they, yeah. they, I mean, they may own, they, they may own the, they may own the actual premises, but I guess the plot that it's, the plot it's built on, they probably have to pay rent for, don't they? You've got maintenance of all the, you know, staff. yeah, the staff and everything. Whereas like Netflix, you know, it's, it's not, is it? no, hasn't got any of that so the the actual <clears> model <throat> in a, a cold business mind yeah it doesn't make sense to yeah, have all yeah. these massive cinemas when people are mostly watching stuff stuff at, their, home. at home on their phone <clears throat> on their ipad um yeah viewing habits have changed so yeah I, you know, exactly yeah i think it would it I think it seemed like they. It seemed like they. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know about the like Sydney World's affairs and stuff, their business affairs. But it does seem like they re really were didn't have a huge storage of assets or whatever. No, they, they were running the business day to day, and, yeah. and 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 it would only take something like this, yeah, to basically you know bankrupt them. Yeah, want of a better word. Well, like a um, lot of lot of other businesses as well, you know. Well, yes, of course, yeah, a lot of retail shops, you know, retail yeah. stores, obviously, same, same, same thing. But yeah. you know, you, I don't know. I always thought cinema was quite sort of. Um, I think it always. I think it'll always exist because people will yeah. want to experience it on a big screen. Or will they? That's the thing, though, isn't it? Or will they? Well, I mean, certain people, you know, people of our generation, maybe, but uh, when we start dying off, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Where's that? You know, it, will there still be that enthusiastic yeah. cinema-going audience, or will they just think, oh, I can fucking watch that in my bedroom. I don't have to get, get I don't have to put my clothes on and go out and mm. drive somewhere. I can just sit at home in my in my boxer shorts or whatever and, well, and watch a movie. Exactly. Already, what we were talking about um, last time or the time before, where um, we were saying about um, what. A, what are they going to do with all their films that they've already got? You know, what, you know, they're going to put them on streaming sites, you know, for people to watch instead of, you know, losing out. Um, that's already sort of happening because. Yes, um, it is. Yeah, yeah, the, it is. Yeah, because I think we, was, we were speaking about it, weren't we? And then yeah. uh, a couple of days later, it was the, that that was announced. Yeah, the Trolls film, they're premiering that on, I think it. I don't know if it's Netflix or Sky or something. But there's there. loads of other platforms, isn't there? Like there's like um, 
there's like film download sites, isn't there? I mean, yeah. I think even even Amazon have them, don't they? And where you can you can rent or buy a film. You yeah, can buy a digital about, version. Yeah, Universal. It. I can't I can't remember the film. They're they're doing it as well. I think on their own. On their own platform, platform right? yeah. yeah. So I mean, like when know, we rented that, you, when you rented that Contagion, that was was that Rakuten or whatever it's yeah. called, Rakuten, and or yeah. and Sony have their own. I think um because that's all contacted, that's all connected with like um like their PlayStation infrastructure, you know, yeah. their, their PlayStation format because you can you can download films on that, can't you? The PS4 yeah. and and the Xbox, I think that has a that has a movie download. Mm um application doesn't it yeah so um yeah i mean there's, there's, there's loads of different ways to watch a film these and days and like, so sorry Neil. as soon as they realize that they can reach a much bigger audience that way they will and they see it as profitable they yeah you know they they're not cinema lovers you know these people that um these these suits yeah, oh no! It's the so whole art. Will... It's the art versus commerce debate, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. Made since top, since Hollywood or since films were. So the, films the, the romantic <laughs> the romantic notion of going to see a film will no longer exist because yeah. it's not it's yeah. not profitable. And like you say, the people who bankroll these movies, you know, they're not generally the artistic no. side of it. They're the business side, and they say, "Well, we just want to return on our investment." That's right. Yeah, and we don't care how we get that return. We so we're streaming or however you do it. Yeah, we just want our money back plus you know interest. That's so right. <laughs> that's that's yeah. their main concern. That's the cold, harsh reality of of it. But I think like we said, like in the last um, one of the last when we were when we were discussing this, that you know it 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 is a it is a worrying time, but it it may mean that there'd be more creative decisions made and more low but more interesting lower budget movies hmm. um may be a consequence of it because all right there'll be perhaps big budget films will be more risky now um but you may get more interesting lower budget movies yeah um, a, you know maybe a bit more like the climate that existed <clears throat> in in the 70s when you got more you know avant-garde and experimental stuff yeah I guess when when video came out, I guess um, there were people saying, "Well, yeah, like, exactly, oh, that, exactly. Death, that'll be the death of cinema." cinema I mean, uh, totally, you totally. Know, you yeah. could go the other way, you know, and say, "Well, you know, that's not going to happen." You're totally right. I'm I'm sure the conversation, the same conversation happened yeah. when when VHS exploded. Oh my god, it's going to kill the cinema. But it, and, it, did, and, it didn't then, did it? So no, it didn't. Maybe I'm, um, maybe I'm wrong. Well, but yeah, I mean, you know, we've had a sort of really um, a, a bizarre set of circumstances like we've never had before at the, at the moment, haven't we? Like mm. n- nothing's really happened like what's happened. Yeah, I think nobody really knows what but, um, will happen next. No, it's definitely a very in unsure a, yeah. thing, isn't it? In a way, you could say it's like, you know, it's quite refreshing. You know, it'll be you know maybe we were <clears throat> all set in our way yeah set in our ways and everything and this is going to change things for the better um and we'll we'll have to wait and see yeah. talking of obscure films and and um uh, someone a friend of mine on facebook um directed me to like i'd never even heard of this film before 
and um, and I can't. It's got a very strange title, and I can't I can't pronounce it, and I've kind of forgotten it as well. But I I um, but it'd be easy to Google or find out what the film's called because um, you know it's it's got a very um, well, it was it basically it's the 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 only directed movie of um, Roddy McDowell. All right. He of Planet of the Apes mm. playing you know, various other Psycho. things. But, what's no. that? Psycho. Like Anthony Perkins. Although I think he directed a film as well. I think he's had. I think he might have even directed one of the Psycho films. Anthony Perkins. I think he did Psycho. I think he directed um, Psycho mm. Three. But no, no, Roddy McDowell. Um, Probably I can see they they are of of a type, aren't they? They are quite similar. I'm just trying to think what else Roddy McDowell's been in. Roddy McDowell, Roddy McDowell. He was in. Do you remember Friday Night? Yeah. Sorry about that bad impersonation, but um, that was the trailer, I think. But he played. Do you remember he played the TV vampire hunter in Friday Night? Oh he yeah, was, yeah. He was like a sort of, you know, like Tales of the Crypt. Type very thing, and then, spoken. So, I don't know if he was. Con- I think he might have. Do you know what? I think he may have been British. Yeah. Or, or, or he's Canadian. I always because sometimes Canadians like Christopher Plummer. I thought he always thought mm. he was British. He's Canadian, isn't he, Christopher Plummer? Yeah. So they're all kind of of that type, quite classically trained, I believe. Yeah. So they, yeah. But I think um, Roddy McDowell started off in Disney. In his younger days, I think he he was a Disney child star. Mm. And then progress to. Um, I'll tell you what. This is okay. This here's a six degrees of Roddy McDowell. Um, I I can now. I think maybe maybe this was your confusion with him. Anthony Perkins is in the Disney film The Black Hole. Right. And Roddy McDowell voices one of the robots in it. Oh right. So they were actually in the film together, kind of. I think it's the anyway, voice more than anything. I, yeah, I think it's confusing. They're very soft, delicate tones, aren't they? Yeah. They both have. Um, he, he did. I'm trying to think what else he's been in. He's actually in that Martian Chronicles. He's in one of the parts oh, of that, right. which um, I watched not long ago. He's he, he did a lot of genre stuff. A lot of obviously most famous probably for Planet of the Apes. Mm. He played played Cornelius. Mm. <laughs> um, but um, he directed a film in the seventies. Really, um, I, I don't know if it's a D- Daphne. What, uh, Daphne de, de Maurier was that Maurier? Maurier, thank you. Mm. I'm not sure it's an adaptation of one of her books. It may be, so that's that's another thing to get googling. But basically, it's called something like the Tam Tam of something, the Tam of something, T A M. Um, but it's it's a really apparently it's a really um, it's a forgotten film. Oh, okay. And it, and it came around the same time as The Wicker Man, and they kind of put it in the same bracket as that. Mm. Um, it's had like a few midnight movie showings and stuff, but it's but it's free to watch on YouTube. All oh, right. So if you look it up, mm. and it's got a really interesting cast. It's got um, Ian McShane. Oh. It's filmed in 1970s. So that's why it's kind of about. That's why it's a sort of contemporary of um, the Wicker Man. Mm. Um, it's got Joanna Lumley. Right. Uh, Ava Gardner. Um, who else is in it? Oh, Bruce Bruce Robinson, director of Rifnell and I, is in it. Oh, right. It's got a really strange cast, and it's wow. apparently it's, it's very trippy. And I, I only watched the first 10 minutes of it because I was thinking, okay, I like the look of this, but I'm going to set aside a time to watch it in its entirety. Apparently, it's very surreal. Mm. It's very experimental. It plays with a lot of different 
Um, like a lot of people say it's quite ahead of its time. It plays with different film stocks and slow motion and mm. filters and stuff. Right. And it's filmed in Glasgow. All right. So how old is that? It's got Ian McShane in it, you know, and, and Joe Lumley and Ava Gardner and it was directed by Roddick McDowell and it was filmed in Glasgow. Blimey. So if that doesn't get you interested yeah, to watch it, that has got um, you interested. then what does? But it's, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find the proper title of it and I'll send you a link. But okay. if you if you Google Roddy McDowell for mm. people out there in, in, um, in the rest of the world and you look up or you just look up Roddy McDowell's only directed movie, it'll bring up this film and yeah apparently it's all all but forgotten although apparently martin scorsese is a massive fan of it oh. and he saved it apparently he he authorized a, a like a remastering of it and it did get a region one dvd release but it's not currently available in the uk right um but you can watch it on youtube anyway for nothing okay um and it's yeah it's it's kind of yeah it's quite trippy isn't the opening scene is like this guy playing a saxophone and it's like shand he's like through a there's a shot of chandeliers mm. and the and the sort of camera pans in past these chandeliers and there's a, there's like a black dude playing a saxophone <sighs> and then and then it's kind of then there's like a dissolve and the next shot is um a very young um a very young looking um Ian McShane in bed with Ava Gardner and you know basically he's playing her young lover or sort of right. thing and there's a there's a bit of a conversation about youth and you know youth and beauty and you know, getting old and you know wisdom wisdom versus beauty kind of thing youth versus wisdom that kind of thing yeah. and and by all accounts the, the the script is very literate and very uh it's you know it's it's, it's I don't I think even maybe what it would uh, that I'm not sure about that but yeah. But they say it's got a very literate script, you know, it's it's intelligent basically. Right. But it's got all these trippy visuals as well. Hmm. But but a real yeah, real obscurity that basically it absolutely bombed. Um no one ever saw it and Roddy McDowell never directed another film. Right. So right. probably because of that. But hmm. um yeah, very curious. And I I've never even heard of it. So um the, the print that's on YouTube, it's a bit scratchy. The soundtrack's a bit crackly, and mm. but, the, but the picture looks good. You know, it doesn't look like sub VHS quality. Right. So, um, yeah, look, w have a watch and see what you think. Yeah, I will. Yeah, maybe we can talk about we it. Maybe just maybe talk, talk about, about it, it next time. Yeah, definitely. Are we are we, are we up to our hour or what are we? I think we uh, have we surpassed that. We're at an hour and forty-five minutes. So. Oh my God! Yeah. God, we waffled. Yeah. Yeah. It's because oh. time has no bearing. Meaning, yeah. we probably could have carried on for hours. Yeah, yeah. Another two hours. <laughs> Blimey. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's good. Well, I, I hope um, I hope this has been giving you some solace out there in uh, in Spodland. Hmm. Well, it's um, it's helping me. It's helping me. Yeah, it's good to get things off your chest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A, a problem shared is a problem halved. That's right. And so um, we've we've covered quite a lot in that hour and forty-five minutes. I think you can fairly say we've not just stuck to one topic. We've jumped all over the place. Our usual going off on a tangent. Yeah. I think, which is kind of our is our style, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's if we've a... got if we've got a style. <laughs> That's our in-house style. If we've got it, it's that. Yeah, we've been we've been honing it for <laughs> for a long time. Decades. Yeah. Ever since the schoolyard, probably. Probably. When we used to talk about moonlight, maybe we need to talk about yeah, our that, maybe British we should. 
go back and watch a few Moonlighting episodes. Yeah, I mean, I literally haven't watched that for years. No, I've, I've got no. the I've got the DVDs, and I watched the pilot, and I, I almost didn't want to watch it because I didn't want it to ruin my, you know, my kind of nostalgic view of it. Mm. You know, sometimes when you you love something when you're young and you watch yeah. it again, oh my god, it's shit. Yeah, you shouldn't have. I didn't want to shatter that illusion. Yeah, yeah, I should, I should, it should be left there yeah. in my youth. But um, but I, I, I may, you know, I may, um, build up the courage and continue. Yeah, I, I hold that. It's got a fondness. Yeah, it's got a fondness. I think it, I think my um, I also remember it in igniting a love for Sybil Shepherd. Oh yes, yes. Oh Sybil. Oh. Wow. And for Bruce Definitely. as well. If I'm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think most of us. Well, I speak for both of us. I think we both wanted to be Bruce Willis. Yeah, probably, yeah. Did. Maybe not the hairline. No. At the time, he had hair, though, didn't he? So. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. Oh. But I mean, I thought, you know, he was the bee's knees, wasn't he? He was, he, yeah. was, he was just cool personified. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think for a lot of young uh, young teenagers, well, we weren't really teenagers then, were we? We were, we were about 12, weren't we? Mm. When did we and start? Guess... 85? I know we were teenagers, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. We were 13, 14? Yeah, 13, 14. Yeah. So he was a bit of a role model, really. He was, yeah. Because he was slick and he had cool one-liners and, you know. Yeah, that um, sort of funny cheesy sort of grin cheeky, cheeky sideways yeah, grin yeah you could get away everyone aspired to oh you could couldn't he yeah i think we all wanted to be as quick-witted as him didn't we with the ladies and yeah. obviously um well, i speak personally i've uh, ultimately failed to um you know replicate his uh his, his success with the ladies did they did him and sybil ever you know get it on I, you know you have to wonder don't you you have to wonder because they, by all accounts, towards the end they stopped. They really disliked each other, didn't they? <clears throat> they almost had like a hatred for each but other. I mean, in the actual program, did that? Because like, that was. I'm sorry, I thought you mean in real life. Well, I don't know about real life, but. Um... I mean, they spent a lot. They must have spent a lot of time together, and like yeah. obviously, she, you know, she slept with um, Elvis, didn't she? Did she, Sybil? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was, was like so... really, really young. I was reading about her, and you know she did the last picture show. Mm. Didn't she sleep with someone on that? Was it the director? Wasn't didn't she? Oh, that was a thing. Bogdanovich. Was it Bogdanovich? Oh, they they lived together, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So That's I think, right, she, I was, I think I, she liked the older man. I think she did. And I was watching something, and it was an it was a it was a DVD extra or something, or and uh, some film, and they were talking about, and I can't remember. It might have been Friedkin. It was some. It was some director. Basically, he was talking about because he. I think he lived with Bogdanovich. Right. And he and it was while he was dating Sybil Shepherd. Mm. And I think the suggestion was that she really fucked him up. All oh, right. And and he was like saying, you know, she's bad juju. Mm. <laughs> Friedkin was saying that, you know, like, you know, and I'm sure it was him. If not, it was another director. But mm. um, it was. Yeah, I think it was freaking and Bogdanovich. But right. It, it, but anyway, yeah, she was a bit of a bit of a, a heartbreaker. Mm. Yeah. In her in her youth, yeah, because she was a lot younger than him, obviously, wasn't she? Yeah. I mean, she's probably seventeen. So, um, sorry, who, who did you say she slept with? Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Christ, she must have been young. Is yeah. that the Vegas years or? I think it must have been. Yeah. yeah. Wow. In the seventies. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Bruce was a bit too young for her then at that time. Then. <laughs> Although she was older than him, I think, wasn't she? Yeah. In moonlighting. 
But yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, we should discuss our love of um mm. of moonlighting. Yeah. At some maybe, point, maybe we could watch the first episode and the the last one or something. Yeah, that'd be quite a good idea. Yeah. yeah. But now in the show, uh, no, no, in the show they did get it on, didn't they? Did they? And that's when it sort of went downhill a bit because it yeah. was always the you know what kept you watching was the will they won't they mm. kind of thing. And I think by their own admission, when they did, that kind of took the passion out of the show. It was, yeah. oh, I think they got together now. Didn't so. it go, it went a bit, like, surreal towards the end. It went very the, surreal. The episodes, I, just, I think it became a, didn't, wasn't there an episode where um, it was like they broke the fourth wall? Yeah. It was weird, wasn't it? Like and they um, ran out of ideas. And they were just... I think they, they, there was always like the sort of like quite often there was the knowing nods to the audience, wasn't there? Bruce used to look at the audience yeah, as in, at, yeah, look at the camera, and, yeah. look at the view, yeah, look yeah. at the camera. So I think there was that was always a thing, but I think they took it, Too you know, far. to the extra degree, yeah, later on where they actually had like the camera crew. That's right, yeah. And that might have been the that might have been the final episode. I, right. I'm not I'm not sure. They might have just said right, let's just go out on a blaze of glory sort of yeah. thing and. We're, will admit that it's just a you know a show that's been filmed and they walk out of the set and that's the end of it right but it's quite daring i think it's, i remember it being quite daring at the time mm. like to have all that kind of um you know it was all a bit meta wasn't it before meta was a thing yeah yeah, yeah. um oh, and another thing we've got to talk about is that because that kind of that kind of um that also kind of reminds me of another show that was around the same time, um, a show called Cop Rock. Oh, God, yeah. That's got like a really small sort of dedicated I I liked it. Base. I liked it. You, you know, there's like, there's like, there is like sort of fan sites on the internet. There's, there's people who still remember that show. I thought I was probably, I thought me and you were probably the only two people who ever remembered Cop Rock. It was like Hill Street Blues with, um we've singing yeah mad yeah. yeah it was like yeah it was like a music like yeah it's like the hill street blues if it was a musical yeah and um if, you, if yeah. there are clips on youtube there are clips on youtube of, of i've got a whole entire episodes but um but there are clips of there's one clip where it's a like a guy who's been convicted of murder <laughs> or something and he's singing his defense to the to the judge <laughs> and the judge is singing back at him you know it's, it's madness it sort of worked though. In, well, I know I remember yeah. it being yeah. kind of just bizarre, but it was it did kind of work. But mm. I think it only lasted about um, a series, didn't it? I don't even yeah. know if it went to a full series. Yeah. It might even been just like five episodes or something. But yeah, that's another obscurity mm. that we perhaps would talk about. Yeah, God, that's brought back lots of memories. Been brought back in the last hour and. 50 minutes now. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a feeling that may have that may have replaced. Um, moonlighting when it finished right when it was shown on bbc like i think maybe there was a gap so they replaced it with cop rock for a while but i might be wrong about that but anyway yeah so well i guess we should sign off then before yeah. we hit the turn mark then yeah. yeah that might be going a bit too far for everyone yeah that, that we'll save that for another discussion yeah cool and maybe i'll find out in the interim whose heart civil shepherd broke <laughs> And probably several people, but you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be looking her up on the internet. <laughs> remind myself of. Uh, she, I think she broke my heart, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. You know, but yeah. that's another story. She's got those sort of uh, doe eyes, isn't she? Just the Very eyes. Much, yeah. yeah. Just have to rustle her hair a bit, and that'd be it. Yeah. Her heart would be a little <laughs> flutter. 
bit of soft focus. Yeah, a bit of soft, there's always a bit of Vaseline on the yeah, old lens, yeah. isn't there? Mm. I don't know if she insisted on that, like for her close ups. Yeah. Oh, Sybil. Oh, Sybil. Yeah. Bless you. Anyway, right. Okay, people of the world, internet, um, whatever, however you're listening to us, thank you for listening. Um, it's It's been a blast and I hope we can make it for the next one. Yep. Make it soon. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Ta-ta till then. All right then. Bye. Bye.